properties are cozy and snugged. We own many properties. Why is that important? Because that's one way how to make money. And that's one way how to feed your family. I love it. Good job. Hello, 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 hello. Stephen Lee, Blackwall Podcast. I want to thank everybody for uh, joining on this transmission. You know how we do. It's a lot of fun. I want to thank everybody for supporting and uh, joining us here. This episode, I got some stuff to say. Um, I've been getting a lot of feedback as I've been moving around and just uh, discussing with people and telling people, you know, what's this about? You know, what's the uh, what's the black wall about? What's what's your podcast about? Everyone say you got a podcast. So what's this about? And when I tell them it's about, you know, financial literacy and investment for the black and brown investor. It was kind of giving me this like weird look, like a pause, like, are you joking? And once they kind of see I'm serious, um, they automatically try to play like they're smart. Um, I try to explain to them a little bit what this is about, you know, like what our transmission is about, what we're doing here. And they automatically go to whatever they kind of feel comfortable grasping onto, right? Oh, it's a real estate podcast. Oh, you're a house flipper. Oh, uh, you flip houses or, uh, you're a wholesaler or yeah, I know my cousin does this or, you know, they try to identify a little bit, which I respect. I understand, but it gets a little bit annoying and it honestly becomes a little bit patronizing and it hurt my feelings today. So I want to address it here. I want to get a little bit of straightening. I want to, I want to address a real serious topic that's going on with me right now. Is um, people trying to put me in a fucking box. And I mean that in the way where they're trying to understand what I'm about and what investment is about and what the Black Wall podcast is about and what this whole movement is about. The ownership of our own shit. And everyone's trying to figure it out on the fly in the live stream, if you will, when they're talking to me. And they say a lot of ignorant shit. And I want to I wanna address some of this. I want to clear some of this up. I want to get some straightening, as we like to say. This is an investment in financial literacy podcast. This is not a, a real estate podcast, right? I'm not a, I'm not a real estate uh, professional. I'm not a, I'm not a flipper. I'm not a, I'm not somebody who does that, right? And I don't want to be confused with them because those guys are out there every day. And they really do this, right? They're really filling out the mailers. They're really on site. They're really trying to acquire properties. They can't go six months, three months without getting a property. That's how they feed their families. So I don't want people to think that just because you got a rental role portfolio that you're the same as those guys. That's not, that's just not accurate. And I get touchy about it because it reminds me when I was, at a different place in life where everyone was trying to pretend they're something they're not. And you don't really find out who's who until someone owes money. And it's kind of the same thing now. 
everyone's taking responsibility and claiming a business or something. But at the end of the day, people walk away and they use that person whose business it really is. And when the shit hits the fan, no one's there to help them out. And I've been that person too many times. So I want to get this right now clear. This whole transmission and movement is about helping each other learn different ways to invest and to better ourselves to make money. Okay? This isn't about judging or pigeonholing anybody into one investment class. And if you know something about a type of investment, you're obligated to share it with the people around you. I'm not saying anything that's fucking crazy here, people. Okay? So I want to stop doing this trying to segregate ourselves and you over here, you over there, you do this or you do an Amazon store and I do uh, real estate and you're a barber and you're a nail tech. It's all the same shit. So let's just go ahead and cut this out right now. Just because you choose not to invest in real estate does not make you irresponsible. Doesn't. There's plenty of people that don't invest in real estate that make more money than people that do. That's just that's just how the new world works. Hate to break it to everybody. So if you're looking to get into investments so that you can tell the people at the dinner table and Thanksgiving that you're actually doing something with your life, you're fucking up. You can do something with your life and just work your regular job, be a great uh, human being, and keep it pushing. This is not um, a space or a way for you to convince yourself that you're an investor. This ain't it. Okay? Turn this off right the fuck now. Because I personally have gone through the evolutions of learning different things. Right? Yeah, I started out in real estate. That's how it started. You know, as far as investing, you know, in things other than food. You know, because I invested in a food truck. But I was a chef. That's not really investing. That was creating a job. So I didn't have to work for somebody else in a hot-ass kitchen. I could work my own hot-ass kitchen when I wanted to and make more money. That's why I did the food truck. I had no concept of investing. I had no, I had no idea of that. That's why when it came time to try to scale the food truck up or have other people work it and me take a time off with my daughters, it didn't fucking work because I didn't create a business. I created a job for myself. There's a difference. And we need to be honest about that. Just because you don't feel like working for the asshole boss you have does not mean that you're trying to create a business. You can say to yourself, I just want to create a job for myself. So I can live a little bit more comfortably, not have somebody's foot on my neck, make more money. Okay, but that's different than starting a business. This podcast is for people who are trying to start business. People who have business. Acquiring other business, growing your business. Right? I'm not here to give the patch on your back. You can do it. Everyone can do it. Everyone can't fucking do it. If I'm the only person that's got the nuts enough to say it, I'm here to say it. God damn it. Everyone can't do it. I'm sorry. There is not a participation trophy when it comes to business and money. There is actually a scoreboard. It's called the fucking bank account. 
So what's up? If you didn't like what I said, if it hurt your feelings, you know where to go. There's a, there's a million other places that are going to tell you you're great, and all you got to do is, is buy their program, and you too could be just like them. I ain't that guy. Okay? But if you're willing to work hard, you're willing to bump your head, you're willing to go through life and jump off the cliff of things you don't know and try, oh, you can make some serious fucking money in this world. Trust me, I know. So, now that we got that out the way, I want to talk to you guys about how I done branched out, diversified my world, my investments, my portfolio. So, as we already know, um, I guess my focus is real estate. Um, residential real estate, um, single family, it's really my niche, right? That's what I like to do. I like to renovate houses myself. I like to buy in cash. I'm kind of a slower moving portfolio, if you will, which is cool. A million ways to do it, as we know, listening to other podcasts that I've done with my other guests. Shout out to everybody. Now, what I want to talk about is how I started recently branching out in investment classes. So I started by this podcast this is number one, right? To me, um, the media space is something that's really important. It's something that's growing and it's something that we need a voice for the black and brown people. Okay. We need that. We can't be ignorant to the importance of media and how media shapes the world. We can't complain when we don't like how other media depicts or shows us to the world because we don't own it. So it's through their lens. So we need to uh, foster and create and strengthen our own lens. So that's number one. I diversified in the media, black wall podcast. You know what it is. Then I also diversified into physical metals, not ETFs, not uh, investing in a company that is a mining corporation or something. I'm talking about physical metal, have the metal on person, undisclosed location, none of your fucking business, that type shit. You know what I mean? Platinum, gold, silver. And every morning I watch Bloomberg and I watch commodities prices go up, down, left, right. Right. And that's an investment of mine. It's a real interesting part of the game. It's a very fixed asset. It doesn't move up and down as much as stocks, um, but it's a longevity play, and I and I like it. It makes me feel safe at night. And I just recently purchased an app. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really serious about this intellectual property, the IP game. I think uh, the new world that we're living in, I think IP is extremely important. I think it's as akin to owning your masters, if you will. I think if all the, the great rappers that we knew and loved owned their masters from the beginning, we'd probably be in a different world. I know they would be. So I'm really investing in intellectual property. Um, recently just bought an app, Serenity app. It's uh, help you out for your, your mental health, your calming down, affirmations, all that good living stuff. So I'll put the link in this episode. You guys go ahead and download that and give that a whirl. It's something I, I, I struggle with PTSD. It's, I don't know if it's a secret, not a secret, don't really care. But it's something I struggle with. And there was a point in my life not too long ago where there were some years when I couldn't sleep without white noise. So when I had the opportunity to be a partner in purchasing this app, 
I jumped at it. And, um, and I think it's important for us as uh, black and brown people to get involved in technology as well as media from the ground level, not just be a brand ambassador and not get in to push it and other people start it and they're giving you a piece of equity. I think it's important for us to be the ones giving away the piece of equity to push the brand. And so that's really important is to learn how to diversify. And that's something that's a skill that goes in any industry. You can't be a one trick pony. You can't put all your eggs in one basket, right? All these fun sayings. There's a reason why these sayings are, are uh, stand the test of time is because they, they're applicable. They matter, right? So I want people to stop trying to put us in a motherfucking box is the moral story. I refuse to limit my game. No one hustle. You understand? I do it all. And I'm good at that shit. I'm not just doing it to do it. I do it at the highest levels. And the world is just going to have to start getting used to that. Okay, us as black and brown people have the capacity to do multiple things at extremely high levels. It's proven throughout history. So we need to implement that, re-implement that into our daily lives here. I want also people to stop trying to always understand in every conversation. Sometimes it's okay to say, yo, I really don't know what that means. I know for a fact that when I tell people I'm a buy and hold investor, they have no clue what buy and hold means. Even though it's in the name, it sounds very simple, but when you pair it with investor, they automatically think that the first thing is supposed to mean something more than it does. No, it's very fucking simple. I buy things to hold them. All right. I'm not a trader. I'm not a, a flipper. I'm not a wholesaler. I'm none of those things because those things are faster paced. My mind moves so fast on ideas, I can't be involved in a fast-paced industry. I'll get lost. I'll get lost in the trends. I'll get lost in momentum and the feeling. And then when it's time to right the ship, I'm fucked. I need assets that I can't just get in and out of. It's like a, it's like a natural barrier for me. You see what I'm saying? So whoever you are, whatever type of investor you are, you need to know. If you're a scary cat investor, don't get a fucking scary cat investor as a partner. You guys ain't going to make no money. You ain't going to make no money. Somebody's got to say, no, look, we jumping. We jumping. I done seen you pack five parachutes, 30 different ways. We're jumping. Now, one of your motherfucking parachutes is going to save us. And if it doesn't, then you just wasted your time packing 30 parachutes. You need a partner like that if you're the scaredy cat. But if you're the ADD rip and run, this money's burning a hole in my pocket, everything shiny is a good idea, investor, me, you need a scaredy cat with you. Or else y'all up shit's creep. Because you're going to make 10 ideas, two of them going to work, and you're going to break even. Because the two going to wind up paying for the eight bad ideas. Then you're going to have to figure out, okay, I have eight bad ideas. Which four are really horrible ideas? They're never going to turn around, so we can get rid of those. And then now let's push the two ideas profits into making these four ideas into good ideas. That's me. If I'm left to my own devices, that'll be five years of me. Hey, I'm like a motherfucking child. Take that shit away from me. Yeah. 
I am not the one to have the control of the corporate bank accounts and the do not give me that. It's a bad idea. And I'm honest about that. I'm like having a functionally addicted to money partner. You can't leave me in the money house. He going to smoke it. He going to smoke it all. And that's okay. You got to know who you fucking with. Right? God bless DMX's soul. But they knew that if they couldn't find D for a couple days, oh, they knew what he was doing. They knew they done fucked up. You had to keep your eye on him. Now, when you got him back in there, we all know what happens. That's me. Right? Then you have some other type of investors. They going to talk you to death, but ain't never pulled the trigger. Not now once. Ooh, they got every good fucking idea. They know every good new business trend. They can tell you and walk you through that shit. Ooh, they, <laughs> you might as well call them YouTube with a little bit of uh, Wikipedia to them because they know every, every business that you could possibly. Dog breeding, oh, they know that. Real estate, house flipping, oh, they know that. Crypto, know it. They know it all. Them motherfuckers know ad and promotion. They know scamming. They know it all. But then you go to their house, air mattress on the floor. Five pairs of Jordans and motherfucking VO5 in the shower. Yeah, I said it. So how you know about all these different types of businesses and you this motherfucking expert, but you literally got a martyr card. Yeah. Talk to me about it. It's always somebody else's fault. I know somebody fucked you up. Such and such stole this. Baby mama took this. It's always a fucking story. But you know everything about how to start a business, LLC, copyright law, but ain't gotten not a functional one. Ain't paid the hundred and seventy five dollars to the state of Georgia to keep your shit active since twenty fifteen. Okay, if you fit that category, you better turn this shit the fuck off now. Because I've been getting some reports that motherfuckers is using this podcast as a oh look I'm gonna make it. He said you just gotta be patient. To shut the fuck up, a check is coming. No, don't use me as cover money. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because you you soiling the whole brand. you soiling the message. This is not for people who have spent the past 10 years trying to launch. You need, to, you need a different channel. This is for my people who have launched and are out here and feel like they alone. They're the only ones trying to do the right thing. They're the only one trying to push it to the next level. They're the only one trying something new, not getting sleep, missing out on them trips. We here for y'all so you don't feel alone. So the next time you're working on something and it's late, it's early, you by yourself, you under the crawl space, you say to yourself, okay, I got this. Somebody out here hear me. They feel me. So I want to get this straight, man. I don't want this to be confused with something else. Because I had to check somebody about that the other day. Had to pay for some renovations, putting in the furnace up in Cleveland. Shout out to Miss Sophia. Once again, Georgia Lee General Store. You guys know what it is. And the dude tried to hit me up for another 50 bucks. I got mad as hell over that 50 bucks. I tell you, I got so mad over that 50 bucks. I got mad over that 50 bucks for exactly why I said every time I get some money in my pocket, 
I go right there and employ the people that look like me to do the work. And that's never appreciated. And I felt like I had to talk on it because I'm not going to stop doing that. I'm going to continue to have people that look like me work on this building. Now, the question is, is do you want that to be you or somebody else? That's what I had to say. But as black and brown investors, we can't throw the towel in on circulating our dollar with our people. We can't. That's not an option. I'm sorry. I don't care if the black business did you wrong. I don't care if this, that, and the third. You're going to have to try another one. And another one and another one and another one. And then wake up tomorrow and do that shit again. We can't afford not to do it. See, that's what I'm trying to say. Shout out to Tony G, man. Tony G is the one that put me up on this app shit. For real. Tony G, one of my past guests, is the one smart brother put me up on this app shit. Because he loved me. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's like, hey, man, I tried this shit out. Wasn't really my speed. Maybe it'll work out for you. And yeah, that's more my speed. But he ain't hold on that information just because it didn't work for him. He shared it. That's a good brother. That's a good brother. Same thing with Uncle TJ. Uncle TJ got that book out there. How to Profit in the Face of Gentrification. Okay? Not run from it. Not complain about it. Not picket sign it. How to Profit. You can't profit from something if you don't own it. See, that's what I want people to start understanding. Stop using the word profit so fucking loosely. You can't profit from something you don't own. You can get paid. You can get paid from something you don't own, though. So let's stop that shit. If you sign to somebody, if you got a, you don't profit nothing. You get paid. Only owners get paid. Stop it. Everybody, cut it out. I don't care. Once again, hurt your feelings, turn it off. You can't profit from something you don't own. You can get paid. And you only own the amount that you're debt free from. That's another thing. Yeah, I fucking said it. If you took out a loan, a mortgage or whatever, whatever, you own the amount minus your debt. That's how much you own. The rest of it, you just own the debt. Once again, you don't like it, other episodes, turn it off. But we're going to get some fucking straightening today. We're going to say some real shit. You got $10 million worth of something, but you owe $9 million on it. You have a million dollars. That's what it is. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Until 30 years, 5 years, 100 years, however the fuck long you got planned to pay this shit off, that is when you will own it. Other than that, you, you come on, bro. You hustling packs for uh, wine and them. You hear what I'm trying to tell you? But don't try to say you you the plug, you the boss, when you owe wine and them 60% of your money. You know good and goddamn well they're coming over here on Tuesday to get that money. But yeah, on Friday... You, it's all yours, you're right. But come Tuesday, you're going to be down to what you really got. Okay? That's drug dealer math. And I need some of you people to start applying drug dealer math. 
and stop trying to act like everything that you borrow is just magically going to get paid back by somebody else who's magically always going to pay you back. That's bullshit. Let me tell you, it doesn't always work like that. So start planning your business for the day it does not work like that. Okay? I want you to take a hard look at your whole portfolio, your whole business, and say, if everybody that owes me money does not pay me this month, where am I at? And how many months can I do that? If your answer is one, oh, you in trouble. If your answer is less than six, you're really riding close there, buddy. You're riding close. Trust me. You six months from being fucked. But don't nobody want to tell you that. It's not fun. It might not get as many views, as many clicks. Don't nobody want to hear the bad news. But hear me, hear me now. Don't say I didn't tell you. As they keep rising these interest rates, it might not matter for you people that got a fixed rate right now. For us investors that got these five years adjustable rate mortgages, 10-year adjustable rate mortgages, let me explain something to you. Inflation and these rates rising, it's going to last five years. Trust me. The rates are not coming down between now and five years. So if you signed a mortgage in 2021 or 2022 for five years and it's going to adjust, you're going to be adjusting it to double digits. I bet you dollars to donuts on that one. Do you hear me? Now, if you want to fuck around and think I'm joking, that's your business. But you cannot say. That the Blackwall podcast was going along with everything's cool, free money, nothing could go wrong. No, no, I'm telling you, watch out for the hook. Listen to me if you want to. If you don't, that's cool, too. But what we're going to stop doing is putting everybody in the box that says I'm an investor. What you need to start doing is sit the fuck down, humble yourself, and say, what do you invest in? What's your investment strategy? Right? What, 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 like, talk to me about this. You don't have, how, how could you know what somebody invests in? If they say, I'm an investor, I'm a buy and hold investor, they could buy and hold uh, cattle, they could buy and hold uh, wheat, rice, physical metals. They could buy and hold companies, any of those things. They could be a fucking olive oil distributor for all you know. Club promoter, you don't know. Right? You don't know. They could be a wine collector. They could literally be a sommelier who, who buys and holds vintage years of chateaus throughout Europe. You wouldn't know unless you sit back and ask. Because now this person might put you onto something that now you think is kind of cool. You might be able to make a couple dollars with. Let me go research this. Cool. But when you're so arrogant and you come across trying to belittle somebody, oh, yeah, you you a house flipper. You were this. You were that. No, I'm not, bitch. And bitches got dicks, too. You hear me? So I don't want, yeah, I don't want, yeah, I said what I said. We not, it ain't nothing about being sexist. Okay, so don't come for me. But we got to start doing that, especially if the person look like you, the person look like you. That's your opportunity to come up. 
If you ever complain about being short on money at the end of your uh, pay period at the end of the month, the next time you see somebody and they look like they shining and you say, hey, man, what's up with you? What you do? And they say, I'm an investor. How about you listen? How about you ask some questions? How about instead of kikiing and cuckooing and trying to get in that person's pants, you you try to get a, a, a email address from them. You can email them a list of five questions. Ask them to be your mentor. Look at all this free shit I just dropped that we could do to try to gain knowledge to be able to elevate ourselves from a business level. You don't need somebody's phone number to get some business advice from them. You don't need their IG. You don't need none of that. Hey, let me get your email. That right there lets that person know you're not on no type of funny time. We got to start being more deliberate about the things that we do and the interactions that we have with people that look like us. Please stop treating me like how they treat me. That's fucking crazy. I don't care. I got tattoos on my face. I don't care what I look like. You got a cousin that look like me. I can't believe you trying to treat me like, come on. You know, little Jamal smart, but ain't never really, it was disciplined. You know that. Come on. That's me. Don't do that. You supposed to have more understanding for people that look like you than they do. Think about it. That's a motherfucking shame when it's not that way. We got to change that shit. So the next time you see somebody that look like you, instead of picking a brain for where they get their nails done, where they get their hair from, where he got his Jordans from, what kind of jeans are those? Hey, man, what what you investing in? What's going on with your, your investments? And if they look at you like they dumbfounded and they don't know, maybe you shouldn't talk to them. Maybe just just crazy idea. And if y'all can strike up a conversation and they ain't got shit, that means you ain't got shit. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. If you could talk to somebody about business that ain't got shit, that means you ain't got business. You can have money and ain't got no business. Trust me. I see a bunch of these fools. And they look confused with the money. Because they ain't got no business. They don't know what the fuck they're doing with it. It's like you see somebody walking down the street with a, with a bag of 100 hammers, 30 saws, and, and a jackknife. With gaiters on and sweatpants. That person don't know what the fuck they're doing with all them tools. They can't know. They don't have the right attire to use the tools. I can tell you if you don't know how to use the tool. You're not ready to use the tool. It ain't about having a suit on. It ain't about what kind of car you're driving. It's the way you're looking at the world. It's the way that you're looking at situations. You don't even have your fucking work gloves on your mind to work and get this money. But you look pretty, though. I give you that. You look pretty. Once again, boy and girl, you both look pretty. But ain't got no, no business. Matching purses, shoes, all that shit. Ain't got no business. No, no, I'm not stopping. I'm saying what I need to say, goddammit. We need some straightening. As black and brown people, as investors, we need some straightening. And we need to start looking out for these people that are really out here in these communities doing community investment. Because that's not my thing. I'm not about to be out here doing the football games and the book bag drives and the, the exposure for the kids. I'll pay for that shit. I'll get the write off for that shit. 
I'm being honest. I don't feel bad. Somebody's got to get the write off, but someone's also got to organize these snot nosed kids. And I got four snot nosed kids, my damn self, two teenagers or one teenager, a little boy that's stuck in the video games and two little eight year old girls that <laughs> y'all know who they are. They run shit. So we know what this is about. But each person's got to do their piece. You know that. You know that that's how this wall is going to get built. But we can't build the wall together in unison and make a cohesive wall if we don't talk. If everybody thinks they piece and they brick is the most important. No. So, once again, it's called arms, guys. I want us to start learning. I want to start sharing. Which we're doing. Shout out again, Tony G. Shout out again, Andre Payne. Uncle TJ. Everybody that's dropping knowledge. All my future guests that are coming up. We got some special stuff. And I want to thank everybody for sharing. And percolating this information. So, please check us out. BLK. Wall underscore. Podcast. All the socials. And we're going to be working on some really special stuff. Check out the description for the app. Really, really cool. Get some serenity and self-care and peace of mind for our people. God knows we need it. I love y'all. God bless everyone. Thank you. Um, I think Daddy should make a lot of money so we can have more properties and make way more money than we're supposed to because I think making money means that we can uh, that we can expand more of our properties and then we can make more money by having um, better properties.